Hmm. Hello, people of the past, present, and future. Wait, who, wait, who are who in the future are you talking? I don't about? know. Like you know, like maybe you know. What is we it could Christmas? Do is, is it ghost of Christmas, past, present, future? Let's make a time capsule. Oh. and stick this in there, and then people of the future will open it and be like, "Wow, she was talking directly to me." Ooh, I like that. A yeah. personal touch. Yes, I great like idea. It. I like it. So, what's shaking? A lot, bacon. Well, I uh, know that I hate kids. That's <laughs> I don't like kids. You don't like kids. I don't like kids. Where's that coming from? Um. Well, in specific today, I went to babysit my little cousins. I love my cousins, but I hate kids. Ah. This this I I shit <laughs> you not. I'm sitting. I'm standing there, and my kids are all rest or my you know cousins are sure. all wrestling and my cousin goes don't sit on my tinker winky penis what my tinker winky penis what and i i was like wow who calls like, it a tinker penis winky talk penis? 2.0 oh, here we go penis again and i was losing my mind tinker winky penis <laughs> well somebody said that before somebody said let's talk, call I, it your tinky I, winker tinky <laughs> <laughs> it's his teeny tiny penis like, uh, <laughs> and i was like i just instantly was like cold face and i was like let's not say the word p let's not say the p word really you said the p word the, you said that. i i didn't i just said don't say that really yeah and he's like what does she have a problem with tinky <laughs> why, why does she not want me to say that the penis so you don't, I mean, but I mean, other than them saying that, were they just like, oh, rascals? No, I just, every, they're rascals. Every time I watch kids, I'm like, it makes me like kids less. Mm. They're too loud. They're you, a lot of work. I get exhausted. Huh. Huh. Yeah. So you're not sure that like at this point in your life, this is a good thing, but at this point in your life, you're not sure you want to have kids. Oh, I, I, I want to have kids, but yeah. I just don't like them at this point in my life. <laughs> Hopefully over the next hmm. however many years, I'll learn to like them a little more. Yeah. I think at some point I decided, well, I, for a long time, I thought I was going to have kids. Oh, uh huh. You know, when you're, when I was your age, when I was your age, I was like, oh, I'll probably have kids by the time I'm. 25 and then 25 came i was like no fucking way maybe when i'm 30 and then 30 came i was like uh 35 and then 35 came and went and it was like you know what just forget <laughs> it just forget it. i'm not even gonna try i don't even care and now i'm at a point where it's like i think i think i think i would enjoy being a father enjoy having children and and replicating myself in some some capacity but I also just never was with the person that I was like, yep, let's do this. You and me, I want to mix our DNA and then pop something out that will be us. Uh, I was usually just uh, like, well, this is fun, but like, I'm not sure forever. Fun. Yeah. Well, the, you know what I mean? Fun. Yeah. yeah. There, there's some fun parts. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so wait, so what's the question this week? So the question of the week is, are you afraid to be alone? Hmm. I had to have three pauses in there just for the <laughs> aesthetic. I'll, I'll edit them out. It's fine. Um, <laughs> well, that's good because I just said I'm alone. So uh, ah. here we go.
Okay, so am I afraid of being alone? Are you afraid of being alone? Or are people just in general, what's the fear of being alone? Uh, Maybe it's the fear of being alone Mm. or the individual. Because some people who are alone, like you, you know, (laughs) single... Right up to in your forties, yeah. right okay. Yeah, why, why do you have to use flowers? Like, am I afraid to be alone? I I haven't reached the potential of marriage or sure. being in like a marriage relationship. Sure. I also think that in the grand scheme of things, you haven't ever been alone. Like that's true. You've been in relationships as a high schooler, as a junior high person, and even when you take breaks, you're still kind of. Not a long enough. Like, what's the longest break are, you've had? Are you are you what? like directing it at me no, and my just, personal I, relationship? I'm just saying, like, how, what's the longest time you've ever been single since you started dating? Okay, probably six months. Six months. In the last four years, I've probably been single for six months. Of yeah, it. that seems like not a long time. But it was to the same guy, so let's okay. not let's not act all. Uh, like no, 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 I'm, it's fine. You guys are together. Not together. Together, not together. We hey, get it. We hey, get it. We hey. get it. I've been there. Well, no, I've done we that. were we were together for like two years and then we broke up for like six months and that was where we were like. So now you're officially together. back together. It, whoa, this was a long time ago. <laughs> and then after that six months of being on and off, then yeah. we dated for another year and then we broke up and did not speak for six months. Ah. Uh, and that's when you went and had fun with all your friends. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we'll get into that on another episode. But <gasps> Let's talk about being alone. Um, this is a really good question because I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of adults still have that question, like about like if I'm alone, is that a bad thing? Mm-hmm. What is there to be afraid of? Right? And I, yeah, and the other thing with that is like even if you are married, mm-hmm. you're still alone when you go to bed. You're not in anyone else's head except your own. Well, in the grand scheme, then we're always alone. We are all alone. Right? We are. And and I that's sort of the the take I have on it is like you're born and you've heard this, I'm sure. You're you're born alone and you will die alone. Yeah. Just, even if you die next to someone, you're still going on your you've gone on your path and this is just your path, right? True. Um personally, I think I've had times in my probably late 20s when I was single for a little bit longer because I just like, I don't know, I hadn't really come into my own. I, I was a little awkward. I didn't really know how to be like Trust myself. Me. I know. <laughs> you know because of you or you know because you because knew Because of then? you, because I know you. <laughs> no. No. Uh, and so there was a, a lot of time that I spent sleeping in my bed thinking like, Man, it would be really great to be like sharing this moment with somebody else. Not about sex or anything like that. It's just about like being with someone and sharing a moment. But I was forced to grasp being alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I was because I think that people who don't allow themselves to go through that uh, loneliness, that it might even be called desperation in, in some ways. It's just been like, man, I wish I could just meet somebody. Where is the right person? It's like, it, of course, it's fun to share moments with people, but you have to be comfortable sharing moments by yourself, right? Like, I mean, yes, that, like sharing sure. only with yourself. My mom, actually, of all people, has always been with somebody. And at a later age, she's almost 70 now. Okay. Wow. She's told me like, oh, I want to go see the I want to go see this movie or I want to go visit this place or go on a cruise. But nobody will go with me. It's like, well, why don't you go alone? Well, I could never, I could never do that. It's like, why? Well, because what will people think of me? 
It's like we get in our head of like, mm-hmm. why is why is alone bad? I why think, is that bad? Because I, I mean, because even even you just said something to me is like, oh, you're alone in your 40s. So what's your perception of what alone in your 40s is? Yeah, I so alone in your 40s. I feel like you aren't alone you've always had roommates and you've always had different people but I think being able to accept that you're not in a relationship with somebody 24 7 that you are okay to go places alone I feel like for me personally I I'd go on a trip alone yeah but there are for sure people my grandma being one especially who like is constantly calling us. I'm so lonely. I'm all alone. She doesn't like to go out alone. Mm. It's like, will you come to the store with me? Will you come wash my car with me? Will you come go grocery shopping with me? And it's like, yes, yes, yes. But it's like at some point, especially if you are fated to be alone, like my grandmother, then it's like you have to learn to accept to be alone and find joy in yourself being alone. For me, I would say for sure in the last six months when I wasn't in a relationship with anyone, I learned to be alone, especially in that he was going and doing like all these crazy things and going out with all of our friends and stuff. And I felt the obligation not to go because he was going. Ah. And then it was like, I don't want to go to these parties because he's going to be there. I don't want to go do this because he's going to be there. And it's like, I felt like he got like the higher end of the stick than me and so i felt what, like what do you mean the, the higher end you he got he got all the benefits of that yes he got all the attention he was the one going out to all the parties and everyone was like oh my god like you're so amazing you're so cool and i don't know if that was in my personal lack of confidence in myself like oh he's getting all the attention mm-hmm. so i can't get all the attention i have a friend who is afraid to be alone and it's constantly like when she's not in a relationship with anyone, it's always like, what are you doing? Like she's wanting to hang out with different people depending on whoever it is. Mm. But she is just afraid to be alone. Hmm. She can't. That's interesting. Uh, I want to go back just a second. I do want to address that. So let's not forget this, but like, I want to go back for a second and address where you said that you felt that you're when you were split up with your boyfriend or that person, (laughs) whoever he is now, um, you felt like he got the higher end of the stick. Like he got the, mm-hmm. all the benefits of, of of that time, right? But then you immediately said that you were able to learn how to be alone. Mm-hmm. So don't you think that is a better win than just yes. not addressing any of those emotions or feelings and going like, I'm going to go do things and cover it up with that. Yeah, He didn't really give that. I mean, listen, this is me pro- just saying that he didn't learn anything. But it sounds to me like he masked that moment with more things going on instead of dealing with his emotions would you say that that's true a hundred percent so he didn't really advance in that time whereas you learned a new trait in yourself and how to be comfortable to me you got the higher you got you got the you took that that better way but i also think for sure being in the moment of that it Mm. it was like oh he's getting all of of course it never feels good growth never feels good in the moment ever it's just like oh this is awful and then you look back and go I learned a lot right there. Yes. You know? That's exactly that's exactly how it was. But I think also like in that I got to spend a lot of time with like real people mm. who like loved me and who I loved. Yeah. And like spent really good time with them. So in the moment as much as it was like 
he was going to do all these things and I wasn't, I still felt like, okay, maybe he's doing those things, but he's not doing it with people who really care about him. Uh Like he's not spending time with people who are like all on his team where I felt I was. Another challenge. Why is it about what he's doing versus what you're doing? It's true. That's, it's it doesn't not, even matter if he's with good people or not. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to Remember do with you. Remember that? Yeah. No, 100%. It has nothing to do with me. But, it, but we do that to ourselves. We, we act like if that person, we, we find a reason where they're still losing, even if you think they're winning. Like, oh, but he's probably with people that don't care. Exactly. Yeah. And I think mm. also it's, it's like no matter how much you want to veer away from that idea, it's like... It, it feels like a competition of uh-huh. who's having the most fun, who looks the happiest, w- like they yeah. don't care about you kind of thing. Have you ever like been in the one relationship that you've been in and then you break, <laughs> then you break up and then they look better? They like, they get a haircut yes. or they like lose yes. weight or they buy new clothes and they're looking all snappy or they, they have that new car. There's <gasps> just a, a, a real air about them that you're yes. like, wow, you stepped it up or are you the person that did that? Are you like, you know what? In, in this case, yeah. Um, what do you think? I honestly don't know. I think, I think I tried to be that person. Like, I, I always hated like seeing him in like new clothes because then it's like, it's like I don't know those clothes, and so I would always try. And every time I knew I was going to see him, I tried to wear clothes that he's never seen me wear before. Really? Yeah, for sure. But I think. I That's think, an interesting idea of yes. to say like, I've never seen those clothes. You got new yes. clothes. I don't know those clothes. <laughs> and it was a hundred percent true. And all of my friends after who got, who got broken up with or whatever, I'm like, just wear new clothes. <laughs> and every time you're around them, just laugh, pretend like, even if it's a fake laugh, just open your mouth and talk to someone and laugh because they're going to look at you and be like, Oh, they're happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> even if you're effing miserable. Like that was my. <laughs> You're like, I just found out my, the diagnosis is cancer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Horrible. Horrible. As long as you were laughing, and I, I feel like for sure in my mind and in his mind, talking to him now about yeah. it, it was a competition or like, like oh, like in his mind, it was like oh, where's L? Why isn't L here? I'm having more fun than her. Like uh-huh. that was the whole thing. Or like yeah. I'm hanging out with all these new people and she's not. Like. And it, like, it always yeah. comes down to ego a little bit, right? It, and it, his ego is through the roof. Really? He'll tell you that. Yes. So he, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, yeah, I was just going to say like, you talked about your grandmother not being able to be alone. Mm-hmm. And I talked about my mom. And I wonder if it's a, like an age thing when it's, it's worse when you get older. Cause you feel like you're, uh, you know, I can tell you this. I'm in between the two of you. You know, you're 17 mm-hmm. and my mom's 70, right? Yeah. I can tell you that, that that feeling grows greater the older you get when you're not around people. Even me feeling like very confident being alone. There are some days where I'm like, are the best days behind me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, are my best and- moments behind me? Because right now, everything's ahead of you. But there's going to be a moment where you climb that mountain of, of life, right? Mm-hmm. And you go... Oh man, I'm further up to the top than I am to the bottom. That means that I'm about to go. Yeah. Maybe the best times of my life are behind me. Mm-hmm. That's and a scary place. I, I agree with that. And I think what makes the fear of like being alone comes is the fear of dying. Because I can, hmm. there has been multiple times where I'm like inconfident. I'm not afraid to die. Yeah. I'm not afraid to die. But then it's like I'll get moments where I'll be almost like near death situations or near like where I feel like I'm going to die. And I'm like, I don't want to die. I'm afraid to die. And I feel like 
that's kind of how some people's mentalities are. It's like, you're not afraid to die in your 20s. You're not afraid to die in your 30s. Mm. You're not afraid to die in your 40s. But then it's like, you're 70, you're 80. And it's like, I'm going to die and I'm alone. Like, I think for sure the fear of you being closer to the top than you are to the bottom is afraid of being alone in death. Yeah. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know, about that, it's like when you said like, oh, you're in your 70s and your 80s, you like, you know, you're going to die. Yeah. And if you are with somebody, most likely one of you is going to die before the other one. That's true. Right. Yeah. I I also I also this just brought up a feeling that I've had about when when you talk about grandmothers and grandfathers and or, or people who are sick and they go, well, it might be grandpa's last Christmas. Oh, that's like, don't talk about people like that. Like, <laughs> can you imagine if your grandpa and you were overheard like, it might be his last Christmas. It's like, <laughs> oh God, is that how you think about me? Well, Better get a picture with grandpa. <laughs> it might be his last. It's like, what the hell? No, that's exactly my grandma. So my grand, my grandfather and my grandmother are divorced, mm-hmm. but my grandpa passed away a couple months ago. And ever since that, my grandma's like, this is going in my will. She's writing her will. She's bringing it over to have my mom review it. She's like, I'm not giving this person this necklace because they're not Jewish enough. And oh, boy. It is like the funniest thing ever. And I'm like, I'm like, Bob is talking about the will again. Like, yep. Cause hold she, her back. Because death has shown its face to her. Yes. She's seen it. Yes. She's seen her friends. And her family dying around her that are older. And she's going, oh, okay, this is really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're not thinking of that every day. Yeah. You don't get in the car and go, this might be my last day. You don't do it. Yeah. Even if we say, like, live every day as if it were your last. <laughs> we don't really. We don't really. Or you would never be lazy. You would never fucking That's care so about true. dumb things. Or, or you know, you, you just wouldn't do half the shit. You wouldn't go to work. I'll tell you that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> You think you're going to go to Cold no, Stone cool, Creamery cool, cool, and fucking cool. mix some uh, strawberry that's blonde true. whatever? Ew, I don't like the strawberry blonde. Uh, I, I like it's it, the it, worst it. to yeah, make. That's why you're alone. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, Actually, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So so knowing that life is going to end, huh, I mean, that's, that's a whole other topic. But being alone. Whew. Some days, some days. It can be it can be lonely being alone. I feel like sad music should go with that. I'll I'll put it in. Um, (laughs) No, some days I would say here here it is a weird thing. As much as I can say I'm I try to be confident in being Mm -hmm. alone, right? For whatever reason, whenever it's a meal time, it's meal time, right? Like I can watch a movie alone. I can sit and play video games alone, or I can even sit in the bar and have a drink alone. I don't care about that. But it comes to mealtime and nobody's asking, what are we going to have tonight? And you're like, really? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Or when or or when you're like, well, I want to go get food, but I don't really want to go to like a nice, nice restaurant and sit yeah. alone. But I'll go to a bar slash like casual restaurant or eatery and eat alone. There's something about like going to a high end restaurant and being like table for one, please. <laughs> you know, it seems weird. It does seem weird. Yes. Uh, but yeah, sometimes when I go get food, I'm like. Yeah, this is kind of weird. I'm just like in my car. It's like you don't really eat in cars with people. Yeah. Right. But when you're alone, like eating cars. Yeah. And that's, that's I a, think 
one thing though is i feel like people need to normalize being alone more because i feel like it's so stereotypical that everyone grows up and gets married and has two kids a white picket fence and a fucking golden retriever right and i feel like for that ideal people don't think of like you grow up and be alone because everyone no one thinks they're going to grow up and not get married everyone i feel like you know there's the occasional few maybe my brother doesn't want to get married i don't know but i feel like everyone has the idea of growing up and getting married and i feel like for that not to be your reality it's kind of like oh i was never taught of how to deal with myself as opposed to dealing with a spouse right it is true. I think most people look for and go like, well, I'll find that special someone. But what <laughs> if like, I mean, honestly, I think a lot of people shouldn't find that special someone. Mm-hmm. They should not be married. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many people do you know, kids, your friends whose parents probably shouldn't be together? Yeah. I'm sure you look at someone and go, oh, that kind of seems fucked up. Yeah. Or they, they don't seem happy. Or, yeah. Uh, and, and I kind of think like, yeah, why do we put so much pressure on society to like find that one, mm-hmm. settle down with that one, be with them? That's your everything. That's yeah. the other thing. That's another thing I got a problem with. You ready? <laughs> you ready? I think it's crazy, in my opinion, and I'm not saying it's impossible, but I mm-hmm. think it's difficult to find someone in your life of of the sex that you are attracted to. Okay. And you say they're going to be my best friend, my partner, my sexual partner. My, they're going to raise my kids. We're going to love everything. We have all the same hobbies. We're going to want to live in the same place the rest of our lives. The rest of your effing life? Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of pressure to put on one person to be that. That's why I think it's so important to like, yeah, some of those things you should do together Mm -hmm. and only together maybe. Maybe maybe sex, right? Maybe sex is a thing. Maybe not. I don't know. Whatever whatever you're into. Floats your boat. But maybe you need to have hobbies outside of the marriage Mm -hmm. or outside of the friendship. Maybe you have friends that, that cross over and some that don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. But some people are like, he's my everything or mm-hmm. she's my everything. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. whatever. But it's just kind of crazy how much pressure we put on people to not be alone. I agree. And I feel like <sighs> the other thing is like setting a foundation of being okay alone by yourself before mm. you get into a relationship with someone. Because 100% relying on another person is going to ultimately end up in failure because they can't obtain all your needs and their own needs yeah you know like one thing when my ex-boyfriend and i dated there was this moment where we were sitting outside in a jacuzzi and i was like sitting on the ledge and random story time yes (laughs) but um and a ginormous spider was on me and he immediately like freaked out and ran away and i was like isn't like a, your boyfriend supposed to like save you from spiders and he just completely ran away in like fear and i was like screaming we were both screaming he was like dad dad his dad runs down in his underwear and is like helping me get this damn spider off of me oh and my God. after that we were like screaming at each other because i was like you were supposed to get this spider off of me and he was like i don't like spiders <laughs> and we were like it was like just was it joking we actually, around oh, no you, okay, no we okay. weren't serious but it was like joking around and then his mom texted me that night and was like like i don't want you to have this ideal that someone's gonna save you all the time because that's not true like you probably Hmm. have like these stereotypical expectations of what that person is supposed to be for you and it is likely that they're not going to be that because 
that's a stereotype. Not everyone fits that, you know? Well, it's interesting that she wrote you. Yeah. And and I was like... She's just like, let me tell you. <laughs> no man's ever going to save it. She's all grizzled, smoking a cigarette on the balcony. But You're never going to get saved. It was, it was the text that I never realized that I needed because yeah. I realized that I did have all these stereotypical expectations yeah. of him that just weren't who he is and weren't who most people are. Like, right. it was nothing against him. It was just my idea that I had set up in my own head that wasn't yeah. true. There's this there's this term called princess programming. Have you heard that before? No. Okay, so what it is is essentially, I'm gonna try to water this down as easy as possible. Essentially, we're built on this idea that uh, of uh, like Disney princesses, right? And how the man, Prince Charming, yes. comes in and saves the woman, does everything for them, finds the glass slipper, blah blah blah, yeah. takes them off to the, the the castle wherever in the sky, and and they have they live happily ever after. And that they call it princess programming because there is this part of us, mostly women, who are trained. Mm to believe that a man should treat them like that, that that's what's going to happen, that a man does this and a woman does that, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's the same thing from the other end where a man is taught to believe that a woman, especially in magazines, that a woman's supposed to look like this, yes. right? And there's, there's obviously some falsities in all of that. And the sooner we can start training uh, the people of the world they're like hey that's not what women actually look like in real life okay so let's just stop <laughs> or, or maybe some women look like that but not all women look like that mm -hmm. let's not say that this is the way they have to look let's give them and i think we're doing a better job now of that princess programming i think is a little bit more it's a little bit more subtle right because i think women stood up are standing up for like the wrong things that are happening in magazines and the way that they're supposed to be portrayed. But men, it's hard for a man. And again, we're talking genders and it's like man and women. And there's mm -hmm, more mm -hmm. than that, right? Yes, Obviously. Yes, yes. But I'm talking about this just from this perspective now is that a man, what's a, what's a man going to do? Stand up and say, stop acting like we should do everything for you. You know, <laughs> it's like, that's a whole conversation that probably needs to be had. Like I don't want, I, whenever I see a woman and I have met and dated women who had that princess programming it is such a turnoff mm -hmm. when a woman's like, you're supposed to do this for me. And I'm, you know, it's like, okay, well, why are we living by these rules? Why don't we, why don't we just make our own rules and we both live our own way. And if we still like each other, awesome, you know, but I don't want you to depend on me for, you know, if, if two people are in a relationship, I don't want to have that reliance. That's kind of wrong. It's, it's wrong. And it fucks shit up. It does. So on that day, on that it day, does. the spider jumps on you. The mom's like, hey, don't expect a, a man to help you because <laughs> that's not the way it goes. And you said you learned something there, right? Yeah, for sure. Have you have you tried to explain that to other people in your life? Like, like let's say you've had, you talked about this friend who's afraid of being alone. Have you tried to have these conversations with her? I... Or him. I think him slash her has a very different ideal of a relationship yeah. than me i okay. think i'm very princess programmed like, you are and and i feel like i've changed that and huh. evolved from that but initially for sure like that was like my idea of life mm -hmm. but now i don't agree with that but i feel like mine's more of like a i'm independent and he's independent mm -hmm. and then we merge together in some form that's like, the best way we to do sometimes it. hang out but we're okay to not hang out and that's i great. feel like her idea 
is to kind of cling to the guy mm. and the guy to cling to her. And then she likes to have the upper hand. Like she likes to be dominant in mm. a relationship where I prefer more of just like a separation coming together and mm. him to be dominant. <laughs> <laughs> you want him to sort of say what, what you guys are doing, where you're yeah, going. Like I, yeah, I want, want I kind of want that. him to be the initiative. Okay. Kind of, and, and I don't mind. Like I love making plans and stuff. Sure. But I want him to as well. Yeah. That's probably come somewhere like for the longest time I was a boss, right? I had lots of employees and everyone looked to me to like solve the problem always. And I started to, in some ways, resent that. In the beginning, I loved being a boss. By the end, I was like, figure this out yourself. Like you come to me for everything. And it's like I started having a rule, which was um, uh, for every problem, I want you to come to me with the problem and then two optional solutions, Come to me with the solutions because I need people to think for themselves, right? Otherwise, just go, help me. It's broken. Help me. It's not working. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think in a relationship, it's important to do that same thing, right? It's important to look at your relationship like you've got to do, you've got to step up to the plate for yourself, you know, and not expect everyone to fix it. I want to get back at you and and ask you, like, where do you think your princess program, Graham? Where do you think your princess programming came from? Was it was it movies? Was it TV? Was mm-hmm. it something that you see in your your family or friends' families? I for sure think I see it in my dad. Mm. I feel like I've always seen my dad as like the hero. He's always the one who's saved me or like treated me, got me anything that I wanted. Not uh-huh. in a spoiled sense, but it was always like I was the only girl. So it was always just like, oh, whatever Elle wants kind of thing. (laughs) And so I feel like my mind is just like, oh, whatever Elle wants. And Mm. I feel like I even got it from being with him for three, four years. He always was like, whatever Elle wants. Your boyfriend? Yeah. Mm. And he was always like, to other people, he was kind of resentful and like rude. But like, it was like, for me, it was always like, oh, whatever Elle wants. And his whole family was like, whatever Elle wants and Elle gets. And so I feel like, from that dating somebody else would be really hard because it's like he pays for everything he's the one who is ta- always driving like mm-hmm. it's always like oh we can do whatever you want we can get whatever you want and so then it's like my mind almost just like expects that huh. because i feel like for so long i never saw a part of him that was like okay you gotta fend for yourself sometimes yeah it, it's always just been i'm like, definitely that other guy it's like you got to really? fend for yourself. A hundred percent. And I think it's because I used to enable people. Essentially, and this is no offense, you should be treated nicely. Mm-hmm. You should have someone in your life that wants to do nice things. I'm not saying that if someone does something nice, that's weak in any way. Mm-hmm. I just also think you should be able to do it for yourself and command that role sometimes too. And just say, you know, actually, I know you always drive. I kind of want to drive this time. Is that cool? You know, let me let me take care of this for you. Because I think that sharing allows him to experience that sometimes mm-hmm. too you know it allows him to go like oh this is really nice like i i, yeah. I yeah and maybe it's uncomfortable for him maybe he's like i have to be in control you yeah. know <laughs> who knows but like 
I've definitely said to women like, Hey, you've got to, sorry, you've got to manage your own thing here. Like I've got my own stuff. You've got to have your own stuff. Like I can't fix all your problems because then you start to resent it. And what I was going to say is as a boss, people kept coming to me and coming to me. And eventually all I wanted to do was sit in the back seat of a car with the window down and fall asleep while someone else drove me someplace. I, w- I was dying to have that in my life because I never did. I was always in the driver's seat. I was always planning everything. And I wonder if, I know you work hard with school. I know you do a lot of stuff. And maybe there's a part of you that's like, I do want to relax and let someone just take over so I don't have to fucking think about it right now. But maybe you're working too hard. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I think, though, one last piece I oh, will add. Give me the last it. piece. Dave, I'll give you the last piece. Is he grew up in this rich home, mm-hmm. rich family, and his mom was always... I'm going to make your bed. I'm going to put your clothes out for you. I'm right. going to love you till the ends of earth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because of that, he grew of like, a, I expect right. my bed to be made for me. I expect this to be done for me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I do. I, I'm, I'm not. I, I do do stuff too. Okay. that That's my oh, point. Oh, that what I do you mean? Across. What do you mean? What do you do? Like I, I. Oh, I wasn't trying to make it sound like you don't do anything for your boyfriend. Oh, no, I know. Okay. But like, but, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I do. You do? Yeah. You do what? I I tend to his needs. By making his bed? I make his bed. No, I don't make his bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll go out and get him food and sure. I'll, you know, go. Well, yeah, but that's just nice things that you do for the person that you're with, of course. Yes. I'm, not, I'm not assuming or, or suggesting that you don't. Yeah. I'm simply saying you got to be careful with... When people expect it, right? Mm-hmm. So so his mom has taken care of him his whole life, right? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen when his mom is no longer around? He goes to college. Is he going to take care of his shit? Or is he going to be like, my mom used to make my lunch for me every day. <laughs> it's like, you got to fend for yourself. And you'll learn that. You'll learn that because you're forced to. It's sort of like forcing to uh, be alone. Yes. Right? Yeah, you're being You'll learn be how alone. that can be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And when people- Or uncomfortable. Right, right. It's funny. My mom has been alone for 10 years. And I'm just like, how are you not comfortable with it? Yeah, it's because in her mind, in her mind, it's she's already determined she's she always said, like, I I don't want to go out and eat alone. Mm -hmm. How will people think of me? Right. I'm like, that's because you think of that of other people. Your own judgment is what you put on people. Right. It's true. You got to deal with that bullshit. So I don't think you have that. I don't think you're afraid of being alone. I just think no. that you really haven't had the chance to. I'm not afraid of being alone because I've been alone for many times <laughs> in, in, in lots of ways. And I'm very comfortable with it's it. It's okay. No one's judging. No, honestly. I'm just I, kidding. I've almost always been in relationships, really. Yeah. You, just never no, met, I, you just never met these people. Mm, so you may think I'm alone, but like I'm getting busy on the outside. Damn, okay. I'm getting okay. down to it. Doing the crunch. The Captain Crunch. Okay. Captain Crunch your way out of here. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, does that answer your question? That answers my question. Good. Are people afraid to be alone? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And no, it's just, it's just learning how to be okay alone. Yeah. You have to learn how to be alone. Solution. Check. You sound like you have a pretty good grasp on it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. Thanks. Yeah. I know I'm pretty wise. Wow. (laughs) And on that one. Stuff I Can't Tell My Parents is brought to you by Shit Show Media. It's written, produced, and edited by Bo Hufford and me, Elle Fishwick. Our theme song was performed by Jeremy Stock. If you've got a question, comment, or something you can't tell your parents, write to us at stufficanttellmyparents at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>